Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Obviously a big week for us, uh, um, big big game in front of us, uh, challenging opponent. Um, I think we utilized the bye week well to, to do the things we talked about, one of which was healing up. Uh, you know, secondly, to, uh, to move forward uh, with the next opponent, Eastern Washington, to get, uh, get some work done. And then uh, we also got out recruiting a little bit. So I feel like we accomplished all those things. Um, Got our, our, our week going, obviously, today um, with the election day tomorrow. You know, NCA has made that an off day um, for civic engagement for guys to get a chance to get out and vote. So um, trying to make this as normal a week as possible. So today was, was like a Tuesday practice for us, and we'll jump back in on Wednesday. But appreciate the guys' efforts through the bye week and you know their attention to detail, and I think we made some good progress um, on all those fronts. So with that, I'll open it up. Well, he's very skilled. Um, he can hurt you in a lot of ways. He can hurt you with the scripted. He can hurt you with the unscripted, uh, both with his arm and his legs. And, and you know, um, the numbers he's put up are, are video game-like in, in many of the games. And, and you know, what we got to do is understand he's, gonna, he's probably going to make a few plays here and there. Um, but what can we do to uh, make him uncomfortable? What can we do to contain him? Um, over the long haul, I think that's the biggest deal. But he's a he's a tremendous talent and um, you know makes plays in every which way. What specifically is, is it makes him so prolific? Like what, what is it? Just accuracy and a good arm, or is there I mean, what's there more to it than? Sure well, it's there's a lot to it. You know, I guess he can he can work fine within a, a you know a, a quick game, getting the ball out. Um, but then there's so many plays where he's extending plays, evading pressure. Um, just when you think you have him wrapped up, he finds a way to screw it out. And he does a really good job of keeping his eyes downfield. You know, it's, he's not – rarely do his eyes go down. Rarely does he lose track of where um, his options are downfield. And the, the number of plays that um, – big plays that, that he makes that are unscripted um, – you know, are, are pretty uncanny, really. And, you know, then they can utilize him as well in the quarterback run game. So he, he'll pick up some yards um, scrambling at times, especially in, in key situations, third, fourth downs, uh, red zone. But then they can also utilize him from a, you know, dedicated quarterback running perspective too. So, um, yeah, it's it's all those things. And, you know, it's it's every game you're like, how do you get out of that? How, you know, look at that play. And, 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 you know, the I think the key is to keep them all in front of us, I guess, at the end of it. Uh, not let any of them get behind um, our secondary. And then we got to tackle real well, whether that's tackling him when we got chances or then tackling their, their receivers who are very skilled as well. Is there, is there a QB that he reminds you of that you faced? Oh, you know, I think of the guys we faced this year, um, you know, Portland State's quarterback, um, 
similar, I think, just uh, their ability to just to make plays. I, I think it, you know, I think it's comparable. I, I and, and he gave us some fits that day. So, you know, um, I think going back and looking at some of the things that gave us trouble there would make some sense. But he's his own. He's his own guy, and, and they offensively um, are different than Portland State at the same time. Did Weaver State at all give a little bit of a recipe for success? Well, I, I think I think to beat Eastern Washington, you have to have a, a team effort. You know, I, I think offensively, you gotta you gotta stay on the field. You gotta keep him off the field. I think that's that's your best defense is when he's he's over on the sideline. Um, they made a, a bunch of plays in the special teams. They faked three punts and not that we're going to be faking three punts but they they had a special teams edge in that game um it wasn't with their return game but but it was with you know whether that's field position or wherever you gain it so i i think that's the recipe that weaver showed is is you got to do it as a team you can't just expect um your defense to go out there and stop them and that's going to be good enough um it's they're going to make some plays offensively so you know, I think that was the biggest thing, and, and you, know, you certainly want to play to our strengths, where, where we have to be able to hopefully minimize their run game, and then you know, I think we have you know really good ability to get after the passer, and, and I think that's that's something no matter who we've played that we have to be able to do. So specifically on defense, um, you know, it doesn't need us. We don't need to re- recreate ourselves by any means, um, but we have to play well, and then offensively, um, we got to be able to keep our defense on the sidelines much too. What stands out to you about Eastern's defense? You know, uh, I think they're, they're, they're active. I, I think they, you know, they don't have the biggest front, um, but, but guys that, that are active, I, I think they, um, I think they've tackled, they've tackled well. They've, they've by and large, they've, they've covered well. Um, they don't, you know, they're a four down, um, team by and large, so for us, it's not schematically this this huge, uh, you know, out of left field type of defense like we've seen in a few games this year. But it's a it's a defense that's got good players. They don't ask them to do a lot, um, but they they do what they do pretty well. With this bye week, have you noticed um, a positive cha- a change or benefit to having that bye week within your team in practice this week? I think so. You know, I. You, uh, yeah, the guys are able to catch their breath a little bit, and, and some of those guys that were coming off of, uh, you know, eight straight weeks of, of mileage um, have been able to, uh, you know, get some more tread on their tires. I guess they, they just, you know, we didn't practice some guys a great deal last week, um, but but starting on Saturday we started to to ramp up, and yeah, it's it's a little bounce in their step, whatever. I, I think it's the bye week coupled with a very good opponent in front of us that. You know our energy has been good. Um, our attention to detail has has been what we wanted, and you know I, I don't think the bye week for us you know could have come at a better time. You know you play that many games in a row, and, and in particular the last couple of games were, were very physical games. Um, I think we needed it and we utilized it well. Last time we talked after the Idaho State game, there were quite a few injuries and a lot of people sitting out. What's <clears> kind of Yeah, I think as we we sit here on Monday Monday of game week, um, as healthy as we've been in a long time, and, and you know that's getting a few guys back in the mix. Uh, James Campbell, Nate Stewart, I believe, 
um, but it's also guys that have been out there that just that cumulative effect has it's taken its toll. Um, I think that those guys feel better. You know, the the guys that didn't play against Idaho State, um, TJ Sessions on offense, Callahan O'Reilly, um, Chase Benson. You know, I, I think we feel like they're all making the the right step. I know Tyrell um, didn't play in that game as well, and feel like you know he's he's bounced back well. You know, so I think it's as healthy as we've been, is is refreshed, whatever. Um, and and honestly, we. We need that with the opponent that's in front of us. It's obviously been a while since we've seen uh, James or Nate. How much can we expect them to take the field on Saturday? Or are they full go? Well, I, I think that's yet to be seen yet. I, you know, we're Monday. Um, I, I think the things would tell you that come Saturday, without any setbacks, that they'll be able to contribute. Um, by contribute, I mean, maybe that's 10, 15 plays. Maybe it turns into more, but I don't see it being 50, 60 plays. But I, I think. Both of those guys will be in position to give us a boost. Are those other guys um, same same situation, or, or are they expected to be full? Yeah, I I think um, that's the way we feel right now. Um, you know, I I think that's that's what how we approached last week to really give them continued time off to to turn to you know turn the page on on Saturday. We had a good practice on Saturday, and um, you know felt like we were heading in that direction where those guys that didn't play against Idaho would be. Idaho State would be in position too. Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Well, um, when you go out into schools, which this past weekend, we've been to, been to several games through the, the course of the fall, but that was the first time Thursday and Friday our coaches have been in schools um, since January of 2020. So you're getting out in areas that we hadn't been boots on the ground in quite a while. And, you know, what you're looking for, um, in, in particular, we were looking for on this particular trip was some specific positions on, on both sides of the football. Um, so our focus could be, you know, honed in a little bit more. And then certainly, you know, if, if any of these schools had um, up and coming juniors or sophomores and, and really spending that time primarily talking to high school coaches and, you know, beyond maybe what we think we see on film or see in person, we got a chance to get to several games on Thursday and Friday. You know, what is a person's character? Um, you know, what is his background? What is his work ethic? How does he practice? You know, how is he in the school? How are his grades? I mean, those are the type of things, the, um, the intangibles are, that you can't pick up on video. You know, we can watch video, whether that's highlights or games, and, and fall in love with a guy. But if, if all the other stuff doesn't add up, um, then it's not our type of guy. So that's that's what you're trying to do by getting in person, and you can you can accomplish that over the phone, I, I guess. But getting in a school and being able to talk to, you know, beyond the high school coach, someone maybe in an administration or whoever else that uh, could give you that info, you want to be able to do that. Going back to Idaho State, I'm sure Chase's absence was definitely felt. How important was it to have him back this Saturday? And what kind of do you expect from him 
Yeah, I, I think going back to Idaho State, um, you know, Chase is, if not one of the, I mean, he's one of the best D linemen in this conference. And I think we felt like the guys that stepped in played played well now, but they're not Chase Benson. Um, so, you know, having him back, uh, he's just, he's disruptive beyond just a guy that can, can do his job. You know, he's a, the type of guy that within doing his job, which sometimes as a D lineman is, is eating up a couple blockers, he can, you know, throw one aside and make a play. He, he, he can really push in the pocket. So, you know, while those other guys played well, he just has another level and, and you know, we're still going to ask that whole group to play well inside, but having Chase as one of those guys, um, he just makes us a better team, you know, whether that's against a run or um, his ability to rush the passer from the inside. You know, I, I think we will ask uh, him to do all those things. Coach, last week you kind of talked about getting Matt back on track. What, is, what did you see from him this past week of practice? Yeah, I think I think the ability to, to hit the reset a little bit, um, you know, in particular, Tuesday, Wednesday were probably more fundamental days. Um, we introduced Eastern Washington, but you know, just going back and you know, trying to clean up footwork and timing. Um, you know, I think I think when Matt has issues, it's when things go a little too fast. Um, and I, I do think he's had uh, you know four really good practices. Uh, five, I guess, it's, it's been five now. And, and you know, um, he was a little beat up as well. You know, uh, he took, he's taken some shots, you know, through these first eight games that accumulate. And I think for him to heal up and not have a Saturday um, where he took any shots was, was important. Um, so I think he just, he was able to take, uh, take a good step this past week. Um, and we'll need him uh, to do the things that, that we hope to this weekend. Um, Matt's got to play well. Um, he doesn't have to do it all himself, but he's got to, He's got to play well, and I think we took some good steps towards that. We've kind of seen Tommy Malak, his, his role just grow a little bit more every game. Do you guys still plan on getting him even more reps as the season goes on? Yeah, I think I think it's been apparent that, that you know, seeing Tommy out there um, a handful of times each game is, is part of what we want to do, and, and seeing him um, throw the football a couple times, complete a ball uh, in that Idaho State game, I, I think I've said it all along, he's still a quarterback in, in – you know, he's not just a guy back there that's going to run the football. He he has the ability to throw it, and I think you know to continue to build off of off of that is um, you know what we need to be able to do here the rest of the way. And, and Tommy's, you know, he's taken that role um, each and every week and ran with it. And, and you know, he's made an impact when he's had the ball in his hand. And, and we'd be crazy to go away from that. Is there any added intensity going into this Eastern game within the locker room within practice, knowing that? This is one of your, your bigger big sky matchups? Well, I, I think um, I think our team has done a good job of, of preparing for every team. Um, but I think it's human is human nature to to know where they're ranked and what their record is and, and how high powered they are on offense in particular. Um, you know, that that I think the the mindset is that we gotta play really well. Okay, how do we play well? And not that we haven't intended on playing well in other games, though. I think that's the thing we've tried to say all year is it doesn't matter who we play, when, where. Um, but I, I think human nature would say that, you know, you, I don't know, you dialed up just a little bit. But I hope it's not, you know, I, I think we have a team that hasn't hasn't let our opponent dictate our play by and large. And, and that's, 
you know, it's it's easy in a game like this. It's it's been more challenging in those weeks where we have been favored, but I think we've answered um, you know answered the bell in each one of those weeks. There are other players uh, that really stand out to you on on Eastern. Well, you know, I think you start with their their receiving core. Um, you know, they they have really good good length. Um, Good speed. Uh, they play the ball well in the air. Um, I know number one and number nine. Um, you know those two are almost carbon copies of each other. So it's not like you can you can take and focus focus all your attention. But it's not just those two. You know I think they have four guys over over thirty catches. You know and, and so they spread the ball around quite a bit. Um, you can't lean one way um, against a team like this. I think the running back. Um, you know, is 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 a good player, um, Merritt. I know he's got all kinds of touchdowns, but beyond that, you know, he's a guy that can make guys miss. Um, you know, I, I think defensively, you know, their their front is is interior front is probably the the most disruptive part of their defense, certainly. And and you know, we're gonna have to to slow those guys down. I know that. You think you'll try to switch your your defensive alignments at all? Or are you gonna stick to that four two five pace for most of the game? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna be who we are, you know. Um, I, I think I think part of our success though has been to to keep quarterbacks off balance, you know. So we're not gonna we haven't been a team all year that's gonna go out and look the same way every play. So our our structure, I guess, is four two five, but you know we we tend to mix it up quite a bit, and and um, you know that's what we'll intend to do against Eastern Washington. Uh, Byron Rollins mentioned that the D line went to highlight and had a bonfire. Did, were there other um, opportunities like that with the with the team to kind of do some fun things? Well, the- you know, we we didn't have any any set things. Part of it is just giving them some time. Um, but I think it is good that our guys want to be around each other. I, I do think that's important. I think we have a a team that's that's close. In particular, when you look at those position groups. Um, so, so there was nothing, I guess, prescribed. Or I guess that they had to do this, this, and this, and that's. The, so you hope that those opportunities happen organically, which, uh, which I know they did, and um, you know, I think we, you know, we came out of that week uh, a better football team because of the bye, and it, there's a lot of reasons for that. And I know a lot of guys were at the volleyball game. Were you there as well at the volleyball? Yeah, okay. yeah, I was. Um, um, heck of a match, and you know, uh, yeah, it was good to see a bunch of our guys there cheering the, the volleyball team on. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news.